Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gamers, geeks, and children of all ages. And that's a reference to you, Keith. A Hufflepuff of all ages, sorry. Hufflepuff of all ages. Welcome to this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. And this week I've got Keith with me, and we'll be talking about Star Trek Guard, Hogwarts Legacy, and some other bits. So, mm-hmm. how are we doing, Keith? I'm, I'm doing all right. Been a good week. It's been a good week. I, I I I am enjoying playing on my PlayStation Five. I love it so much, um, and uh, I just love having a freaking PlayStation that isn't bleeping all the time. Because my old PS4, bless it, it had a good innings. I mean, it was about what seven or eight years old. Um, I mean, I got it at Nigel's birthday <laughs> at that time. So that was what eight years ago. Um, and it was bleeping all the time. Like one of the buttons wasn't working properly. Like the power button kept bleeping. But it doesn't matter if you cover it up or anything, it was still bleeping. So it had a good innings. I like having new technology. It's beautiful. It feels so good on my skin. Oh. <laughs> I can't take you anywhere, can I? No. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, no, been a good week. Been a good week. Um all good. Yeah. How you been? I've been all right. I've been listening to everyone um talk about Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Mania. I was going and, to go uh, and see it and then I cancelled. I was going to see it too, and then I saw everyone's um reaction to it and I'm like Nah mate. Mm. I think I'll do it. Uh Ant Man. Hello, oh, look, look, look. Biff is already here. Yeah, Ant-Man. yeah, Ant Man. It was everyone's just a, the, what I got from it was the, the bit that put me off the most was it's an incoherent mess. And the bit that I liked about the Ant Man bits was the fact that his Scott and his daughter had a really lovely relationship. Hmm. Yeah. In the first two films, they had a really lovely relationship. And I really liked that because it kind of showed him as a dad in a positive light. Um, and, and now apparently she's a horrible cow. Yep. Um, Same trope, she, Disney sort of trope of having annoying girls that apparently can, can that can conjure up amazing technology without ever having to earn it, um, because that's what they do. You know, they don't earn it. That's what the uh, women now do in Hollywood. You don't earn the respect; you just get it. Apparently. Um, so yeah, um, uh, I won't go and see it. I I was going to go and see it. I, 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 you know, like I, I'm a bit like you with Star Wars. I'm like that with Marvel. I, I was going to go and see it just because I wanted to go out to the cinema with my missus. And then I heard such bad reviews. I thought, you know, I'm not going to waste money on it. I'm just not going to mm. give it the. I'll watch it on Disney Plus maybe when it comes out. I might even download it not to give them the view to just show my discontent. Personally, I think Feige needs to be fired. The phase four was an unmitigated disaster, and this is meant to be the beginning of phase five, and it's even worse. Um, they've, they've, they, they, you know, it's, it's, it's shit. I'm sorry, but it's shit. See, part of me, as I said, it, it, it was not that because I was expecting people to, to big down on it and this, that, and the other, but when they turned around, they were like, kind of, it seems oh, incoherent. That's the thing I got from everything incoherent, incoherent, incoherent. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, great, that feels like Doctor Strange did and, like, Thor did, where it's just they just throw a load of shit at the wall and see what sticks rather than tell a story and have a script. 
Um, mm. And then, the, and then the other bit was again with his daughter, and that was the thing I liked about the Ant Man thing. That was the, the I thought there's a core. Everyone's like talks about oh, Ant Man was about seeing like small things large, and seeing the world slightly differently, which is true, which is absolutely true. But I I always felt that it had heart. I always described I described the last Ant Man and the Wasp film as having heart. You know, it felt quite family sort of. Um... I, I I will give you that. Um... I, I just, I mean, even the critics have turned on this. I mean, you know, it's not like Marvel can turn around and say it's ists this time, is it? They can't, they can't blame it on ists. Even the critics are saying this is shit. And when the critics turn on you, you've got a turkey on your hands. So you know, and what's Marvel got in the in 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 the up and coming movies? The Marvels. Oh wow, really looking forward to that. Not that that just no mm. one. They're, they're fucked. They are fucked. They have not had a coherent story. They wasted Phase 4 on a load of bullshit. They bought out a load of sub-fucking-par Disney Plus shows. For what? I mean, the only thing that saved the Hawkeye was the fact that the female actress that they had in that just happens to be really charismatic. Um, mm. But that, that's down to the actress, not the goddamn writing or the production. Um, yeah, so, Biffa made a comment in the, uh, uh, made a comment in the chat. About the Rotten Tomatoes score. So the Rotten Tomatoes score is 84 for audience. Hmm. Which is, uh, it's okay. I, I'm gonna, so I've got a cinema pass, so I can go and see it without spending any money because I've already spent the money at the beginning of the month. So I don't know. I'll have a, I, I, might, I, I might just pop down there on my own. I don't think I'll take the family to sit. I don't think I'll go and sit with a friend. I'll just sit down there. If I don't like it, I can walk out and I don't feel so bad. Hmm. But uh, yes, it's. Uh, that was yes. Hang on a second. This, I, I the Spy Kids movie comparison. I've seen people make it, and I've watched the comparison bits online, and I think you've got something there because it does look very Shark Boy, Love Girl sort of Spy Kitty sort of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, it's there's lots of things in there. Apparently, um, everyone keeps forgetting that Modok is in this because it's mm. that bad that everyone just blocks it. It's like, so I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll watch it. It may not be as bad as everyone's making out to be. It may. I'm hoping. I was hoping for a middling competent film, if that made any sense. That's all I wanted: a middling competent film with Scott Lang in there, and you know that kind of thing. But no, no, can't get that show. Um. So yes, but there was something that was a surprise this week. A total <laughs> fucking surprise this week. Yeah. Um, and it was it was uh, the fact that someone had deep faked a load of Witcher footage to put Liam Hensworth in there, and it looks all right. I'm joking. Um, Star Trek Picard season three, first episode. Watch that, and I'm like, it's kind of it's, it's kind of kind of feels like Star Trek. I, I think someone actually someone in charge might have actually give a shit. I was amazed. I was I was absolutely flabbergasted by the fact that. Um, I watched it. it was going on and it was fine. I've got a question for you, right? And and you know, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the these fucking Doom Cop videos, but that guy's just lost the fucking plot. Um, and he is so on the wrong side of this. It's on, he was on the wrong side of House of Dragon, and he's definitely on the wrong side of this. And it just makes him look like a fool. I'm I'm going to say that he looks like a fool. But anyway, do you think right? All the guys, all the biggest 
fucking critics of of of, of you know Kurtzman Trek, like all of them, have seen all of this. That's got, got to be on purpose. I, I I think half of them have seen it. I say it's right. Half they've seen half of it at least. On it, um, they, they're all, they're and, all coming and, out. And I think the guy reached out to these people specifically to say, Ryan goes, you're the detractors. If I can win you over. But yeah. That, I think by doing this, it's admitted that. But the fact that Gary, you know, seen it, that all of the ones that have wanted to see it have seen it, right? And the studio hasn't thrown the book at anyone, right, for this. Usually when you're sent out all six episodes or all ten episodes, you know, six episodes were sent out, yet the final four have leaked out to more than one per, per you know, person. That that is that's got to be on purpose. And the fact that the studio is not going about this tends to make me think the studio actually likes what these guys are saying, and maybe this time round they know that they've won onto something. It, I I was kind of, you know, I I, I heard rumors, you know, I I I knew you said oh Dave Cullen had seen it, but I stayed away from the videos because I didn't want any spoilers. So I thought right, I'm going to go into this with with my own set of eyes. Right, and I'm glad I did, because immediately after watching that first episode, I've watched it a couple of times now. Somebody spoiled something for me, but I'd already guessed it. I'd already guessed it, and I'm glad because I was right. Um, but it was like, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you the scene, right? You know, you know the scene where Raffi is on the planet uh, in the ship, and she's talking to the mischievous um, person behind the thing. The minute he goes, "You're a warrior," hello, Wolf. <laughs> And then somebody spoiled the shit out of that, saying, yeah, yeah, it's Wolf. So, I mean, the minute he said it, was like, hello, Wolf. Um, okay, sorry. I got a comment here from, from Biffa, where he's turned around and said, um, Picard is too dark and dull. Okay. I, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt on the dull part, but dull, dark as in, I can't fucking see what's going on. Yes. Without a shadow of a doubt. I don't know why they don't switch the lights on. It really gets, that gets on my tits. <sighs> This has been be the nice biggest bright lit thing. Yeah, the biggest criticism is that the sets are really dark. Um, and like everybody that's like showing clips is brightening it up, especially uh, what's his face, Chato. He's brightening them up. Yeah. But I've noticed that everyone's doing it, including Dave, Dave Cullen. Um, but this feels like Picard again. He's not being talked down to by people, he's not being belittled. I love the fucking banter between him and uh, Riker. That bit where he fucks yeah. up about the uh, um, the warp 9.9 bit. <laughs> and, and Riker solo did nice recovery. <laughs> Shut up. That was brilliant. That was that was it it felt like it should be called Star Trek Old Man because it feels like this just a proper Star Trek with old men. Um, okay, so hang on a second. So the other part of it too was, all right, so I don't think the seven of nine thing was uh, uh, some kind of racist jab, all right? Uh, no, it wasn't. I, I think it's because the captain may have had, it may have had something to do with War 359 or whatever it was. Yeah, yep, blatant. Yep, so I'm waiting for that to be revealed, yeah, because I think that that's the case that, he, one, the Enterprise didn't turn up in time. Um, two, uh, it was their fault for, for doing the book. He lost people. Um, I think that's where he's coming from. From that, but the 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 speech that that Seven makes, where she turns around and goes, "I know my gut instinct. I know this is the right thing to be doing, but I keep having to follow orders for people who clearly don't know. I don't. I don't believe they know what they're doing." Yeah. To which Picard looks at it, goes, "When you find the answer, can you tell me? Because I never found that out." And I'll be honest with you, that's just a lesson in life because you always get those fucking work for managers and directors and stuff 
who are a little on the clueless side, yeah? And it drives you fucking wild. Where it's like, no, it's obvious we should be doing this. We've done this before. This worked. Why are we not doing this? Sort of thing. They've said that this is the dullest episode. That that, that this is the, the the least best episode, right? That everybody that's seen the entire season. Uh, I I enjoyed this. I enjoyed it because I enjoyed the banter between Riker and Kirk. Riker was a bit ropey at the beginning in Ten Ford. That scene where that just scene felt slightly forced at the beginning. But apart from that, everything else felt. Oh, really hang on good. a second. Right, right, right. Hold on a second. That ones was that a, a reference to um, Whoopi Goldberg? Um, there's there's lots of digs in there. I've watched it a few times now because there, there's a lot of hidden stuff in there. There's lots of stuff that you keep touching on. I mean, he just chopped this right. full of fucking. I just like to put the 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 end title sequence. Um, is full of notes to what's happening in the future. I know, I know, I know. It's so I annoying because I was looking. I looked at it and went ah, and then I was I was too tired. I was too tired and I couldn't be bothered to go through it. Um, Biffa Turner was saying is when he said he meant dull, he meant not clean looking. Yes, I know what I you mean. It, so I think the the Titan looked clean. I think the Titan looked clean. It looked clean and glassy, but it's just because it's so fucking dark. Oh, I liked the look of the Titan on the outside. I mean, when the Titan in space dock and that fucking music, that was perfect, right? That that look. That I don't like the darker sets, but I don't think ter- I'm not sure how much Terry Matalas is is in charge of the look. And and the thing is, they've. They have this look, and that's been the problem with with the TV era of Trek. People keep throwing this in with uh, Abraham's or JJ's first movie, but that wasn't that wasn't dark. I loved no the look of that. Christ, it was the opposite. It was too fucking no. bright. Yeah, that. So they've now, but the sets are too dark. But somebody made a point that actually the operations center of a U.S. battleship or any naval ship is quite dark. True, that is actually true, and that and apparently... oh no, not the bridge, not the bridges. Well, bridges. Yeah, I've been on bridges, but you, you get a chance light. to walk around them as things, and they've they've got big fucking windows, so you can see what the hell's going yes, on. Yes, but but they're making this more like an operations center. They got it slightly wrong. But here's the thing: you mentioned Captain Shaw, right? The actor that plays him. So Terry Metalis did one of my one of my more favorite TV series, which was Twelve Monkeys. I really enjoyed that, right? And the actor that plays uh, Shaw was cast in in, in in 12 Monkeys. And when he first appears, he plays a complete and utter cock, right? But by the end of it, you love him, right? Um, and, and that actor has a tendency to take roles like this, and he's done it with Terry Metalis before. So I, I suspect by the end of it, we're going to like Shaw quite a bit. And actually, I, I suspect we're going to get a Titan series. So um, that that's, that's sort of possibly been implied. And look... This guy in one fucking episode has done the best fucking Star Trek I've seen in years. And that's including Prodigy. And I thought Prodigy was pretty good because at least Prodigy had like the hopeful side of things again. And it it was it was all right, Prodigy. There wanky was a few Rick and Morty Star Trek. Yeah, no, it wasn't. No, I'm not talking about Wanky. I watched one episode and the only you haven't and watched I'm not enough. joking. I don't have ADHD. But it felt like someone was telling me that because you you got ADHD, so you, that might be why you enjoyed it more. I haven't. I'm not it got difficult. I'm not got. got but I, I, you've got to watch Prodigy all the way through to get get it. It's when when Janeway turns up, it it really does feel Star Trekky, and the battle scenes with all the ships and everything. They they un you know whoever was making Prodigy understood that the ships are important to people. And and that's the thing that they've never got about. Like Kurtzman Trek has never really understood, you know, copy and paste Picard season one. Um, 
but this was great. The music was great. The 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 camaraderie. I I personally think Seven of Nine had more personality in this than she did in all of the last season. She was a token lesbian for some unobscure reason. But I know they've kept this in this, but he is saddled with certain things that they've already established, um, which kind of sucks. But um, I I think Seven of Nine is going to be interesting. I I I, I suspect we're going to see Janeway at some point, which I think might be quite cool. I suspect we're going to see DS9 characters. No one has leaked who it is. I think it's Kira. Um, as much as I want it to be Cisco. You said this um, last season. Yeah. Uh, look, wrong. they keep fucking giving you these Easter eggs to Deep Space Nine. And Terry Metalis liked DS, Deep Space Nine. I know there's a Deep Space Nine character in it. I just know it. Um, token les. Well, she is the token lesbian in this. I mean, there's no other. Every show it these days has to have a token trans, trans, a token lesbian, and a token gay guy. Gay, yeah. I mean, it's not like they've written characters and gone, okay, it feels like this character is gay, which I could understand. An evolution of a character, you know, in the writing, you sort of realize the character might be gay. They go, they set out to write. They have to have a gate. They're box ticking. Everything fucking does this. <laughs> box ticking. <laughs> They're token um, lesbian. Um. <laughs> but I loved, I loved that Ad whole tech. fucking space dock scene. Um, space dock looked really cool. Just like the movies, that was very much on purpose. And I don't care. Did you like the way they had the star base? And they literally just glued all the other star bases together with the exception of Deep Space Nine. I just found but that it mad. It was like kind of we've got the original one and then we've got the one with the four bits on top and we'll put this bit here and yeah. But it was, again, it was kind of cool. And I, I love the fact that if you, that those end credits, as you said, Voyager is flying around that, <laughs> which is, you know, kind of cool. Um, so I think we're going to get a lot more and I and I don't care. I'm I'm on board for it now. Um, Gates, my friend, I love you, but your face just... Looked like it was one step away from melting off. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. um, that was the only thing I could sort of say about that. But I'm looking forward to Wolf turning up. I am looking forward to to. Uh, I know he's playing some kind of fucking warrior monk now. Um, so what this pacifist thing is that it, it, he he's trying to be a pacifist and failing. <laughs> and as long as he slices and dices, that's all I care. Um, True. Um, I, I loved it. I, I'm really, it really put a smile on my face. I went cautious into it. I knew people were saying good things about it, but I went cautiously. But the minute, the fucking minute that credit scene came up and it played the first contact, because I fucking love the music to first contact, and it played that first contact opening, I went, oh, <laughs> like that. And then it just, just kept getting better, and I just, so, I just I, love the quips between Riker and him. I just I think that's just great. Nobody's talking down. It's, to it's having it's having character, isn't it? It's what mm. that, that is. It's like what we've been missing from Star Trek for the last ten years is characters. Um, and, and there's a it, there's a sense of silliness to it, but there's it's a Star Trek sense of silliness, if that makes sense. You know, the mm. ruse of going onto a ship to do an inspection. That's been done, you know, that kind of silliness has been done in Star Trek before, but you buy it because it's Star Trek. And that that's that's what I liked I, about it. And, and, and I, the bit where Picard walks up to him straightens the fucking badge. Happy bits of laughter. I, um, I did appreciate the fact that they did the ruse, yeah? And they sat down with the captain. The captain just went, no. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, we fucked up there. And then it cuts to them on bunk beds. That was yep. great. Yep. Again, it, I, I, I'm looking. I, I'm I'm looking forward to this. And and but I, I have seen a lot of videos now, and everybody's saying it's really good, and it it's consistently good through. So we might have look lap it up, boys, because this might be the only one we get. I, I there's a there's a, a, a YouTube channel called the Popcast, I think they call themselves, and they're right. The more that we say this is what we want, the more that we big this up. This is this is what they'll give us more of. Look, I mean, you need to watch Prodigy Board because it's got a great story. Actually, it, it's hopeful. The thing I liked about Prodigy was that it brought back the hopeful side of things. It made Starfleet back into a hopeful organization. It brought Janeway back in, and she was good in this. And it's a kid's cartoon. I would say that the other one is more Ren and Stimpy. No, it's not a kid's cartoon. Prodigy is a kid's cartoon. It's on no, Nickelodeon. No, it's not a kid's cartoon. Prodigy is on... Which one did you watch? Below... Did you oh, wait, watch I'm Lower, Lower Decks? Decks? I'm yeah. doing Lower Decks. Sorry. Right. Lower Decks is shit. That's why. Prod... That's what's confusing me. It's like... I... No. Oh, fuck me. Prodigy <laughs> is quite good. Um, It's got... What's his face? Um, Who was in... um. Oh god, the show! What was the? Oh fuck, my brain's gone. The show with the thing. The, the show with the bald guys in it. The bald the show, guys the, in it. Fringe. Yeah, Fringe. Right. The the doctor in Fringe, and who was in Lord of the Rings. He's kind of a bad guy in this, or voices one of the bad guys in Prodigy. Mm. Re really good. Prodigy just it just brought back the hopeful side of fucking Star Trek. I mean, it is a kids' cartoon, but it it's genuinely quite good. And and there are a few sort of you know shitty episodes in it, but. The story itself is pretty good, and I'm looking forward to season two. Um, and that gave me some hope that they'd actually finally listened. And yeah, look, season this so far, Picard's been great. It, it, he's not. It's only one episode. He tore down. I know, I know, I know. But it, it's night and fucking day different. I know it is. <laughs> I'm still, still going to wander carefully into it. A weird fucking quantum tunneling thing. Quantum tunneling isn't making a tunnel through space. That's a wormhole. Yes, I quantum know. tunneling is is when you have things that are entangled, and and you can you can tap one and it taps on the other side instantaneously because they are linked. That's what they're talking about in the quantum tunneling. They're not talking about creating a big ring and then dropping a building through it. All right. Well, look again. Star Trek's never been always like you know sciencey, but I like again. Look, I, I trust Dave Cullen. I often agree with him. I don't always agree with him, but I agree with him so far on this. I agree with him, and he's seen all ten. Robert Byron Burnett has seen that. Well, they've all fucking seen it. They've all admitted to it now, in 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 the latest videos. They've all sort of copped to it that they've seen the whole lot. Even Gary has reluctantly come now said, oh, "Okay, it's it's kind of good." Um, there are there are there are things there that are not good. The sets are too fucking dark, right? Apparently yes. there's some f bombs. I don't like the fact that um, Seven even said shit. You, you don't even, you know, before this, I think Data is the only one that ever said said it, and he said it once, and it was comedic, Generations. and it was explained because of the the emotion chip. But no other character has said that. I think the dialogue in places is bad. Still, it still feels like modern dialogue and not Star Trek dialogue. There are a few problems with this episode in that respect. Um, the sets are way too dark, but at least they're using the proper fucking graphics. The Larkers again, you know, Larkers, is that what they call them? I um, can't they called it. Yeah, but you know what I mean. They, they, it yeah, looks like Star thing, Trek. Yeah. The ships are too dark. 
I don't want F-bombs in there. It's Star Trek. But the characterization is there. The 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 P- Picard feels like an old man, but it it feels like I mean there was a bit that where they made Kirk feel like an old man in Star Trek Two when he's putting on the fucking glasses, and like by Star Trek Six they're all freaking old men. Um, <laughs> I like I like that comment. If Seven hmm. of Nine doesn't like it, then she needs to replicate and build her own stuff. <laughs> I like that. Okay, um, but. Uh... I don't know. I've got hope. I've got hope because it felt like Star Trek. It really felt like Star Trek. And I kind of enjoyed watching Prodigy, but it was a kiddies cartoon. And there were moments when it was that. Um, and the voices are a bit sort of kiddie because it's on Nickelodeon. It had to be. But, you know, when you see the Defiant in battle, when you see a few of the other recognizable ships, in the, even though it was a cartoon, that was kind of awesome. Um, but I like the quip. With Riker there, where Riker sort of suddenly goes, you know, nice recovery. Oh, shut up. <laughs> yes. I, I loved I, I, that. I, I, <laughs> that was that was, you know, grumpy Picard back, and I loved that. Mm. Look, when was... they were all on the fucking screen, I'm gonna get member berries, and I know I am, but by the sounds of it, this guy this guy clearly loves Star Trek. I mean, this guy that is making this fucking clearly loves Star Trek. Um, and there is passion there, and you get that. You get that. I mean, you know, just making the font, getting the next generation font, the music. He used my favorite piece of Star Trek music. Oh, I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm loving it. And this might be my only fucking season that I get to love, so I'm going to fucking enjoy it. Watched it three yeah. times. Did you? Mm. I watched I watched it once, and then tried to rewatch the titles to try and pick out bits. Oh yeah, I did that. The, I analyzed the shit out of those titles. Um, uh, the Voyager Enterprise A was in the museum. Enterprise A, like Kirk's ship. What's the betting that's going to turn up? Because we know that Enterprises are turning up. We saw the Enterprise F being decommissioned, but that was a, just a nod to the uh, Star Trek Online Enterprise F. What's the betting the ship we're going to get is the Enterprise A? That's going to kind of be good. They one you guy want the you want the enterprise E. No, I don't I want the A. Give him the choice. The I want a. the A. Oh god, yeah. I still the Enterprise. I love the Enterprise. Oh, right, hang, hang on a second. I I I right, okay. Wasn't very Star Trek, but I did find that I did find that funny. Oh yeah, what'd they call you? Crash because you couldn't you crashed the space shuttle. Yes. And then it was I don't know if she had to go through Starfleet twice or she crashed two space shuttles. Yeah, twice, um, apparently, is what Riker said. It was like, Picard was like, well, all right, you know. But again, that was that was great. But that's a callback because LaForge started off as a pilot before transferring yeah. to engineering. Um, and somebody has referenced a first season episode, um, which was actually really fucking gruesome. Um, I think it, it on, on the DVD, it made the DVD like a 15 right if uh, the 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 version that was shown on tv is cut you can watch it on netflix uncut where where basically starfleet's like senior admiralty got fucking taken over by these bugs right and then there's like a commander and right will and picard go to kill the thing and they're like his head explodes and there's blood and guts everywhere and then these fucking bugs burst out of his body full alien style that was in next gen man and somebody's referenced that as saying, if you've watched that episode, hint, that's kind of like the threat. 
that episode ends with a beacon being sent out. I'm just wondering if Metallus has gone back and gone, right, we're going to do a sequel to that. Now that could be interesting. We'll wait. Think, we'll wait. You see, because that, that actually could be quite subtly clever, because, you know, it could be that the last, like, 10 years, Starfleet has been, in, you know, sort of infected again by these bugs, and that's why we got... It would be a fucking hubris, and that's the way of... It would be a great... It would be a great explanation for why Starfleet was shit over the fucking Kurtzman era. That's because we they were all subject to parasites, but we got rid of the parasites. I'm not saying Kurtzman's some kind of parasite, but uh, parasites... Apparently, um, he that, does if that's the case, him... then that's 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 going to be good. Um, I'm going to watch it if it does anything. If it does anything stupid or outlandish, I'll drop off straight away. I'm not going to give it any more benefit of the doubt after that. Fingers crossed, it doesn't do that. People are saying it doesn't do that. But... People are saying it's good. Okay, well, that's it's just... giving me hope, Gareth. It's giving me let's, hope. Let's let's keep our fingers crossed. Um, mm. I'm, I'm 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 one Marvel movie away from giving up on Marvel. And that's okay, but... since the Guardians of the Galaxy happened. I'm done with Marvel. Oh, we I've have been done to... with. I haven't been. Th- it sounds weird. I haven't been as done with Star Trek as I has have with Star Wars. Hmm. Yeah, I think because the first thing is is when the prequels came out, I was done with Star Wars at the end of the prequels. Not yeah, and then the sequels came out, and I watched them, and I watched the first one, and it was like this is like when a band ends their band career and they have to put out the last one is the greatest hits. That's what that felt like. Um, I watched that, and it, you, you and Nigel were like, "Oh, this is amazing!" And I'm like, "No, I don't like it." And then uh, you, and then eventually, we're like, kind of actually. Now we think about it, it's, it's not as good as I thought it was. And then the second one came out, and I had my my expectations were like on the floor. So you're like, kind of, you're gonna hate the Mary Poppins bit, and I'm like, it's shit as it is. <laughs> the Mary Poppins bit was completely understandable. I got more annoyed with the Canto bite thing because it wasted my fucking time. Um, but I haven't been as done with Star Trek. It sounds really weird. I haven't been as done with Star Trek. Probably because I dipped out to keep myself safe, if that made any sense. Because mm. being in there, because I think it was Discovery Season 1 where I think I called the ending. I mm-hmm. did call the ending, didn't I? You did. gave me a t-shirt for that still. Yep. <laughs> Um, so I called the ending for that one and it was just it was garbage and I was like I think I switched off knowing this stuff was floating around but because I didn't engage in it so I've got that one more Marvel film to go if Star Trek makes it out and is good that'd be great I know I've got three episodes of Doctor Who to look forward to I have no idea after that um, which will be interesting but uh, mm-hmm. yeah it's weird how certain things have turned out should we talk about Hogwarts yeah yeah, I've, I've, I'm. What level are you? Twenty-eight. Same. <laughs> We're both exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, I've, I I've explored got... the map for ages. I've been I've exploring been the map. Anything. I've been. I've just got. I just cleared all the stupid demiguises out of Hogwarts and out of Hogsmeade, which took longer than it should have done. So I've got level three Aloamora, so I can now go any fucking way because a lot of doors are getting on my tits. There's the thing that's holding me back from doing full exploration. I haven't done that many missions yet, so I'm I'm still going through. I've got Cruciatus. I'm in the middle of getting Imperio. I know that Imperio comes. Um, and whilst I'm not going down the dark route, those bloody curses come in handy now and again. So um, I am using them on on the odd occasion. Um, I, the thing is, though, the game it just look 
this was. I think setting the game back in the 1800s was an afterthought, but it just doesn't. It doesn't feel right. It it, it feels like a. It, it's not set in the 1800s. It's modern. <laughs> Yes, and, it and, and it, it keeps the problem is it annoys me it, it's got to the point where it this is now annoying because it's like these people are trying to rewrite history i'm sorry right homosexuality was 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 um illegal, uh, illegal. and there was no such thing as trans people then sorry there wasn't there wasn't people that were able to sort of like alter you know their bodies that we didn't have the sort of medical technology back in that day i'm sure there were people that felt like they were trapped in bodies but but there is there are very few records of people ever sort of publicly being uh, coming out like that and, have and, you and... Heard... right hang on a second that trans character who runs the pub yeah yeah and the have voice you heard that they 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 they've altered her voice one I think there's two versions of it. One makes it sound more feminine, and then there's another version which makes it sound more masculine. It's so ridiculous. It's like the voice is so male. I'm you're a wizard. Having having kind of know, knowing a couple of trans people, they take they take medication to alter the pitch of their voice. They basically get you know so that they they don't sound male because they don't sound completely female, but they definitely don't say hello. My name's Dave. You know, I'm a barmaid. You know, they don't sound like that. And this guy sounds so fucking male. It's ridiculous. Um, Right, okay. So I I listened to one of the developers and they said that they had trouble getting Quidditch working. And it was like, we need to get the game out because we can't delay it because we couldn't get Quidditch working. So I'm hoping Quidditch comes down the line um, and we've got that to look at. So we've got that. Um, It's, yeah... I, I, the, the, the scene when you get um, the hippogriff, that's awesome. That, I haven't that, got a hippogriff that... yet. How have you? So you, you're doing different. Are you just doing the main missions and not the side ones? Have you not done any? Oh no, the... I'm doing all the side missions before I do the main missions. So I've got the beast, uh, the the fantastic beasts class, but I haven't got around to doing it yet. Ah, so you haven't met Poppy yet. Um, okay, so you get a hippogriff and you get to fly the hippogriff, and that is really cool. I mean, that is a really cool scene. You fly past fucking Hogwarts and it's just like, okay, you know, ray tracing fucking fully turned on 4K TV. That's not good. And the music is like, okay, that, that, I'll give you that. That, that does give me the feels. But it, it, it just keeps doing stupid stuff. Like the kids talk using modern vernacular. I hate to say it. No one talked like this in the 1800s. No one used certain words like this in the 1800s. I know. I'm an English teacher. Um, it, it, it's ridiculous. Um, and I don't know why it has to be set in the 1800s. There's no, you know, other than the Goblin Wars, which I think they're kind of getting to. That's the only thing referenced in in Rowling. So why couldn't this be set after Harry Potter? Why does it have to? There's even a fucking portrait of Hagrid. Yes. Is there? Yes. Are you sure that's not some cheeky Easter egg? Maybe, but it's there. And what I don't get, and it, it, it this does bug me. I'm sorry, it does. The Great Hall is too small and the library is way too big. Like, the library is bigger than the fucking Great Hall by substantial amount. And 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 then you get, like, like they just did that. I'm sorry. The interior design of Hogwarts is screwed up. Um, and that 100 years ago, Keith, it may have changed since then. My school is not the it's same not, as it was, and that's 20 it is years not ago. not 100 years ago. Okay, they, you, I think they couldn't be asked it's to put the Whooping Willow in, even though the Whooping Willow is in the fucking promotional picture, 
right? This was never intended to be in the 1800s. I think that's a last-minute thing. Have a look. It's there. It's on the right side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's there. Uh, and, and it's not in the uh, game because obviously the Weeping Willow was planted in order to um, uh, allow what's-his-face um, Lupin. Um, so, but the Weeping Willow is in the promotional material. I'm just trying to find it. Go here find the Weeping Willow. I've got it. Here, look. Have a look. Hang on. Uh, can I share, share it? My... Come on, share it. I'm trying share. Come on. Um, I don't know how to do this stupid technology. Um, can I share? Oh, it's, I have to share tabs. Oh, hang on. Give me a minute. One minute, caller. One minute. Um, it's a bozo. It's a man's bozo. He doesn't know what he's doing. No, Has he, really he got doesn't. a clue? No, he really doesn't. He can't, he can't tell, uh, you know, he can't tell the difference between stupefy retardo it actually won't let me show oh, here we go now it's letting me uh, share a tab retardo um right so it's running gag look here below the owl that's the whooping willow can you see it why hasn't it got any leaves on it well it doesn't half the time and, and this is kind of in awesome but that is the whooping willow that was intended to be the whooping willow. willow or whooping willow whooping willow so um, yeah, I don't think they ever intended to set this in the 1800s. Um, and, you know, of course, now everybody's having to go at it saying uh, that the reason that, that that we have like a trans character, gay character, is just to appease the people. It's, it's tokenism. Um, <laughs> this is, is why you token. will never... Oh, it is, but you will never win with these people. You will never, ever fucking win with these people. The only thing I can say is that I'm glad that the... Um, the game all right, hang on a second. So well. All right, mm. so, so just a quick one, Biffa. Yeah, in in what was the best Harry Potter game up to the point, up until now, um, the Chamber of Secrets, the moving staircase, game-wise, was the most irritating fucking thing ever because you'd have to stand at the edge of the stairs and wait for him to move, and you'd be like, come on, come on, and they'd be like, bump. I'm actually glad they got rid of it because because as a game mechanic, it's, it would be irritating. Trust me. I, I, I think, I think it's entertaining. It's not. I think Gareth is right, but it bothers me as well, Biffa. Um, um, it, it does bother me, but that's not the most egregious thing. I can get over the staircase. What bothers me is that, that it doesn't even look like the movie Hogwarts really anywhere in, internally, except like some of the classrooms, but they're too big. The Great Hall, as I said, is too, is too small, yet the library is ridiculously oversized for a school library. I mean, it's ridiculously mm. oversized for a school library. It's way too big. Um, and they've actually shown the library in the movies. The interior design is completely screwed. And I, I, I don't like the interior design, but the exterior design... I get kind of why they've done what they've done with it. There are things that I would have done differently, but I like Hogmeade. Are you into winter yet? No, I've just got into autumn. So I'm into winter, and it looks beautiful, except that Hogsmeade doesn't have snow on the roofs. It's like, um, even the Hogsmeade at the bloody theme park has Universal, no snow yeah. um, on the roofs. Why doesn't it look? There's, there's certain things that they've done I just don't understand. What I do like is that there's lots of little book Easter eggs in there, and and I do like that. I like Peeves flying around being Peeves. I hate Peeves. That's the one yeah, thing that's I'm the whole glad point. they cut from the books. Peeves was such a dick. Yes. Yeah. 
it's like I got I got annoyed that they cut out the fact that Dursley. Um, oh, who's a young Dursley? Vernon. Ver, no. Uh, um, oh, Uncle Vernon's yeah, a tall one. Yeah. Dudley. Yeah, Dudley. Dudley. Dudley at the end turns around, walks up to him, goes, "Oh, I don't think you're a waste of space, Harry." So he gets his redemption, and then the mm. bit where Draco chucks him his wand and he gets his redemption too. Mm. Yeah. And those are two things. The redemptive arc is such a good thing to have in the story. Mm-hmm. It can be bad, but when the chip's down, if you do the right thing, we might forgive you. Um, they also cut out the fact that um, Lucy's Malfoy went to bloody Azkaban too. The yes. only reference you get is a tattoo on his neck and a I... screenshot of him with a... holding the plank up. I, I have criticism I... over the films, but look, the bit, it's not... Look, the interior of Hogwarts it bothers me but i like the flying around hogwarts and the grip as i said the the hippogriff scene the, the hippogriff is just fantastic and hogwarts at night looks pretty cool in places um and and especially in winter the winter it looks kind of beautiful um so um i'm really enjoying the look in winter um at the moment, but I just don't understand why it was set in the 1800s. There's no need for it. They, they, the, the kids talk like kids do today. They talk like Generation whatever it is now, Z or whatever they call them. Um, uh, and you know, it's just there's no. It, it doesn't feel like it's set in the 1800s. It feels like it's set now, and that's yeah. stupid. It that that that's just bad writing. If 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 you're going to set it in the 1800s, you set it in the 1800s, right? Why, if you were so scared of the criticism, even though everybody loves this game and it was always going to sell because it's a minority of people shouting online, it always is. Look at the millions of people that turned up to that fucking Netflix uh, pres- uh, protest against um, that comedian, three people. Dave Chappelle. Um, Dave Chappelle. Um, it's a load of BS. But they, 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 they filled this game with all of this modern stuff. And I'm not saying that's wrong. Although the the, 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 the the trans person could have had a slightly more feminine sounding voice so that it doesn't look like a game bug because they don't mention at the beginning it's trans. So right at the beginning, I thought it was a bug in the game. It was only afterwards I went, oh no, the fucking character's trans. Um, and, yes. uh, you know, loads of people didn't accept me as a witch. I am a witch, Dave. Um, <laughs> um there and it is buggy as fuck. I I am kind of enjoying it. <laughs> I, I am. All the spell casting is kind of cool, and and when you get that fucking ability to quite like, there's bits where again, like the 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 whatever they're calling them, the not the poachers, the other ones, the amphibian, whatever they are, right? There's a Ashwinders. Bit, Ashwinders. They look like Death Eaters, right? And and yes. and because it's a PlayStation Five, when they fucking apparate into the rock and they zoom like that, and you get that black thing and they appear and they start flying. So you're like, oh yeah, okay, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's kind of cool. That is, <laughs> that is kind of cool. Um, so look, I've got uh, there's plenty of criticism for it, but the gameplay is pretty good. It's quite a big map. It's actually impressive considering this game is cross-platform. It's bug- buggy as fuck, but some of the bugs have been fixed since the the patch the other day. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it. I have to admit. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it's good. I'm glad. Uh, I was going to get the game, but I was going to wait 
I'll be honest with you. Uh, but because everyone wants to match bloody hoo-ha, it was like, nah, I'm buying it now. I'm buying it now. It's going to be good. We'll you enjoy you, ourselves. you nah. told me, you told me weeks ago that you pre-ordered it. And mm. when I, when it came to options of the, you know, what game to get, I was still kind of, and I still am tempted by Horizon. Um, I, I went with Hogwarts because I knew you were getting it. And I thought, right, that's something we can talk about. I might enjoy it. So I went with the Hogwarts as my, you know, not free game, but my game that I could get with it. So, um, yeah. let's say, I want some quick say hello to Chuck, Chuck, while Chuck's here in the comment. Hello, buddy. Yeah, oh. iPhone. Oh, right. Hang on a second. It's your destiny. <laughs> I think Chuck should get an iPhone. He's a perfect candidate for an iPhone. Um, Hi, fellas. Any interest in the BAFTAs today? Um, no. Uh, apparently, there's controversy around it, and and all I heard was 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 race and controversy, and I just like yep. I don't care. Too, I don't too many care. white people in Top Gun Maverick for it to win a BAFTA. Oh, I just don't care. What the I fuck? Don't... Seriously, make yourself irrelevant. Go on, go in the corner and make yourself irrelevant away from everyone else, please. Thank you. I, I, I generally just don't care about these people anymore. Um, they, they, what, what they, they think they're doing good and all they're doing is doing harm and they're going to set their cause back fucking 50 years, so fuck them. Um, so, uh, you know, Sam Smith complaining about, what was it, the, 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 the gender, uh, that he wanted gender neutral uh, uh, awards, so they got gender neutral awards and there was too many men. Then he complained there was too many men. It's like, what, what do you fucking want? Do you just want the women to win? Come out and say it. Then you look like a biased prick. But there we go. Um, although wearing that fucking thing that he wore, the he looks like a dick anyway. Um, so yeah, yeah. There we go. That was my political rant. Now I'm done. Um, no, I'm not interested in the Baftas. Do not give a fuck. No, not even the gaming Baftas. Not really. No, it's. I don't know what they've done. Oh, Luther. Luther's coming uh, back. I know. We've seen. I've seen. End the of the month. Netflix looks great. Um, Andy Circus versus Luther. That's kind of genius. <laughs> That's kind of genius. Um, I am really, really looking forward to that film. Um, don't know what's going to happen. Really looking forward to it. Um, yes, that is good. And uh, we were talking just before. There is a a, a rumor going around that um, uh, Mr. Moffat, because um, he watches this podcast. Hi, hi, Stephen. Um, is going to write an episode for Doctor Who again. And this, I have to admit, has kind of got me excited because whilst I was heavily critical of Moffat as showrunner, he wrote the best bloody episodes under RTD. And I, I mean, there is no denying that. Um, so if he's writing an episode of Doctor Who, I'm kind of interested. Um, I don't know what Doctor Who's going to be like. I really don't. It's not like, uh, you know, I was quietly optimistic for Picard Season 3 when I started hearing things. I am really... I do not know. I just do not know. It's... Yeah. Um, uh, that's... that's it. Yeah. But... What's his... What, what is it? What is fella? Chris Chibnall did so much fucking damage. On behalf of the BBC, that's the bit that gets me. On behalf of the BBC. Yeah, he ruined uh, uh, that story. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, and the BBC is run by a bunch of lefties and they have, an, they have uh, um, um, you know, 
they're not they are not uh neutral they are not uh, impartial i mean there's a program out I, I just saw advertised um on the bbc a minute ago andrew tate the world's biggest misogynist well hang on a second the guy hasn't actually been charged yet um so innocent till proven guilty but they're calling it now oh, look i know tate does what he does and i know some of the stuff he says do you, like... do you know how i describe tate andrew tate if macho man randy savage had the uh the philosophy of jordan peterson yeah, he delivers these things like he's a fucking wrestler. But the BBC is meant to be impartial. So advertising your program and naming it Andrew Tate, the biggest misogynist, when the guy, it, it, it just it, it's it's again the BBC not being impartial. You look at the BBC new website, and and they they run and put center stage female stories women women's rights stories they are on the front page of the news even when the story is five days old it's kept on the front page of the bbc news this is not this is the bbc not being impartial i think the bbc needs to end i i argue this with my father i don't care the BBC's. I used to be one of the biggest defenders of the bbc but it's run by people that are not impartial i'm done with them they are not impartial they are part of this crazy bunch of morons so, yeah, anyway. Um, so you're right. The BBC has done damage. But so did that Game of Thrones. And yet House of Dragon was good. And mm. that kind of... I never thought I'd watch another Game of Thrones. And I purposefully was never going to watch this. I was, I was going to ignore this. I hate the fucking author because he's a lazy bastard. And I, I hated what they did. But I get, get Matt Smith. So, you know, Shooty Gatwa... Is kind of likable, <gasps> and if he knows a second, well, there are. Did you did you hear about yes, this? I've seen it. I've seen Have two you seen episodes. It? I've seen clips oh, of it on YouTube. It was fucking amazing! I saw like, the clip on YouTube where you've got um, oh, he who's is ah oh, the, the the not the Jewish one is the Jewish one. Yeah, so, who's who's Kyle? Yeah, so Kyle was yeah. trying to do, trying to improve his brand by some company called Come Hammer. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got Megan and and thinking and they're firing fireworks off and playing drums and stuff and saying that because they call them the Canadian prince and princess. It's it's fucking genius, right? The first episode was great because never have I been so like Eric Cartman in my life because like it starts off right with this TikTok video. My wife is obsessed with TikTok at the moment, right? And it and it keeps having that this same music, and they've they've lifted the music directly off TikTok. And so Carl's doing a TikTok with 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 with, with token, and Carmen's just looking at it, and he's just staring at the screen for about ten seconds. I'm going, and he just goes, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I went, "Yes, yes, that's me." <laughs> Every time I'm going. What the fuck is this? And then we had this prince, you know, stop invading our privacy. And they're walking around these signs, like, stop invading our privacy. It, Gareth, it's fucking genius. It's a brilliant. Oh, yeah. I, I really are oh, South Park. It's South Park's been good for a while, but this was just so on point. It was genius, and it says so much because America has never been critical of the royal family. America loved the royal family. They fucking don't like Harry anymore. They really I, don't. I, I can't fucking stand them. I really can't. Well, I I, he doesn't look very happy. That's the first no, thing. I, you, okay. I, I, I used to defend him, and I can't defend him either. Um, I, 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 I can't. I, I want a royal family. I want. 
I want a monarch is more what I would I would say. Um, by the sounds of it, Charles is um, chucking his fucking uh, brother out of his really expensive house. Nice one, Charlie. Um, <laughs> um, good boy. Uh, yeah, Andrew should be on the fucking streets. Fucking dirty. Should anyway, prison mate. Yes, he should. Um, <laughs> could you actually say saying that? Could you imagine he goes to prison and ten years he comes out, he's roided up and tattooed up, and he's considered like, the hardest member of the royal family. But he doesn't sweat. He's like, <laughs> He doesn't sweat. Apparently, he doesn't sweat. And he went to Pizza Express in, in Woking, which doesn't exist. I know. It's around the corner from me. It doesn't exist. Um, I think this physical 100, is this a Korean thing? Or is this a remake of a Korean no, thing? No, no. This is a, my wife I, I was watching. As, my wife was I, watching I, a Korean one where the, this fucking roided up bird was taking on this skinny little Asian guy. But the Asian guy was kneeling on her boobs, right? And this was full on fucking contact. I'm like, hang on, what's what the fuck are you watching? And they're like, they're fighting over like a ball. Is that is is that what this is? Because I've just it's the Korean version. My wife was going, is it Squid Games? Um I think I've seen it. Um I I what was it? I watched uh yeah. Yeah, my, one my... is Korean, okay. My, my my wife is uh, uh, Peter Expresses down Godsworth Road working. Nice one, Darren. Because um, <laughs> I made the sweat comment. Hang on um, a second. No, no, no. It wasn't always down there. Um. Anyway, my wife was watching that 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 uh, Biffa um, dubbed into Thai. It's quite funny, dubbed into Thai. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, all right. So yeah, go on. I think we. I think we. I think we'll wrap this one up. Um, okay. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you in the next podcast. Bye um, bye. Bye bye for now. Wave, wave. Uh, thank you,